Welcome to the Small Business Edge Podcast with Brian Moran, sponsored by Wheeler Financial. Now, here's your host, Brian Moran. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Small Business Edge Podcast. Today's episode is about technology's role in entrepreneurial innovation and is sponsored by Wheeler Financial, a division of Pitney Bowes. I'm Brian Moran, and today I want to welcome the indefatigable Ramon Ray to our show. Ramon is founder of Smart Hustle Media, best-selling author of Celebrity CEO, How Entrepreneurs Can Thrive by Building Community and a Strong Personal Brand. He is a world-class MC, if you've ever had the chance to see him at conferences. Uh, He's also an advisor to a countless number of entrepreneurs and corporate executives looking to connect with business owners. But most of all, he's been a good friend of mine for almost 20 years. So with that, I want to welcome to the Small Business Edge podcast, Ramon Ray. Hey, Brian, thanks for having me, man. And thank you, Pitney Bowes, for uh, sponsoring the show. We really appreciate it. Pitney Bowes is awesome, Wheeler Financial. And thank you, Brian. As you said, man, I wish we could. I need to shut up because I know you have some questions to get to, but you're a friend, man. I've followed you, watched you, uh, learned from you for years. So just thank you, Brian, for the work you do for small businesses day in and day out. So thank you. It's, it's really special to be here with you. Yeah, likewise, Ramon. We, we are the Mutual Admiration Society. Um, I, you remember, just to give people a little context, I had that conference in New York back in 2007. That's right. And uh, it was a small business leadership conference. Mm-hmm. And one of the uh, afternoon panels, I think it was called like Real and Social Media. Do you remember that? I do remember that. I was it like, was you. Ooh, what is that? <laughs> you, Anita Campbell, and John Jance, and I think Jim Baroud was the moderator mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. So that was 13 years ago. Boy, and if it's we an honor it. that many of those same people are thankfully, because, you know, it doesn't always happen. But I think the names you just mentioned are still very active and in a similar role. So kudos to our friends who are still kicking it and still living large and doing good things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. So today we're going to talk about something that I consider to be very important, a very important topic, given what 2020 has been like. And that is um, entrepreneurial, a a tech's role in entrepreneurial innovation. Um, Now, you work with some of the biggest tech companies in the world, Ramon. You've hosted not one, but two uh, successful virtual conferences that kind of married tech and, and entrepreneurship. So with everything that you've done so far this year, what have you learned about technology in 2020 and the role that it's playing in helping business owners not only survive, but even thrive. Yeah, there's a lot we can learn, Brian. I'd love to hear your input on this, but I think two things or one thing I think is is a clanging bell that's interesting. Prior to COVID, and again, I, I don't want to keep you know hitting the dead horse of COVID, COVID, but it's very much with us, Brian, and it's a part of our lives. But we're still figuring it out. Prior to COVID, it seemed to me like technology in some way could be not an afterthought, but yeah, yeah, we need it. We know we need to do it. We know we need to. But it seems like, man, March hit when we're all being shelter in place. The economy's closed. It's a must-have. It's no longer just, you know, oh, let's have it or not. So I think everybody's scrambling with, you know, and I don't know if your proverbial mother and grandmother, I know my mother and, and older people, people who are not tech, okay, camera, you know, from simple <laughs> things like that yeah. to I need a better phone because I only have a phone to do live streaming. So my point, Brian, is what I'm trying to say. I think tech is now essential partner of every small business. 
I, I couldn't agree more with you. Can, can we go so far as to say that uh, technology, I mean, can we, can we credit technology for saving our economy? I think so. I think, you know, besides the, the mindset things and hard work and ingenuity of entrepreneurship and, and mindset, I think, yes, Brian, imagine how it would be if we were still faxing each other on, on virtual calls. You'd be faxing me right now. I'd be waiting for the answer to read it out. <laughs> That's a silly example, but you get what I mean. So Right, right, this, right, right. This is tech right here, and I think we take it for granted. We have instant chat and, ch and, and video, and it's fast. People right. don't realize. I was talking to a guy today in the West Coast. It sounds silly. But this dude's 3,000 miles away somewhere. Right, right. And, and, and yeah, so think about how, the, how technology has played such a pivotal role in, in allowing not only business owners to stay connected with their customers, but to allow employees to work remotely. Absolutely. And that's a big, big deal. And I think that I hope, Brian, I can't wait till it comes back to the day where I can give you and our friends a hug and give you a high five. But until that comes, we can do it in mass. This is the best we got. And I think that, you know, I would, I'm sure you've been on, I've been on many calls regarding remote working, things like this. I can look at the camera. I can see Brian. You can see a smile, not a smile. See you this, see you that, you know, yeah. you know Brian, did you win the lottery and see him shift? Cause he's hiding millions of dollars, <laughs> you know, but I'm teasing here, but you get my point is that we can yeah. see things. And I don't know if you've been on, I've been on email chains, Brian, well, not all the time, but even WhatsApps where I said something Somebody didn't know I was joking or thought it. And me and Brian are now emailing each other, apologizing because he mistook what I said. So <laughs> remote work, video and other, it's such a benefit for small companies. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more, Ramon. And uh, by the way, if I do hit the lottery, um, I don't know that anybody's going to hear from me again. <laughs> at, least well, for, at least not for five years. <laughs> I'm going to take a five-year break and, and just kind that. of... Uh, you know, kind of relax and rejuvenate yeah. and, and recharge my brain. I love it. Um, but, but our listeners, Ramon, as you know well, our listeners are business owners who run successful, growing entrepreneurial companies. Right. And, you know, and I'm sure you get this question a lot when they're thinking about COVID, when they're thinking about navigating the pandemic and, and what uh, 2021 might bring. Right. A lot of times we get asked, where should I invest my money when it mm. comes to technology? You know, where, where will I get the best return on investment as we move into 2021 uh, and beyond? So any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think a few things. And I think that one, and these are broad things, but I think you want to think yeah. about one, what technology can be the most adaptable to a future that is highly unknown. One, I think right. two, investing in good partners, Brian, you know, I may be a specialist in some things that you don't know. You definitely know a lot of things that I don't know. So scaling that to businesses overall, you're a CPA, you're making cups or whatever it may be. Partner now with everybody else who can do things that are that you're not expert in. And so I think investing in good partners. I think three, Brian, is you want technology for sure that will help you get as close and understand your customer's desire as you can do it. So I can go on, but I'll stop there with three, three or four things. But I think that the customer being able technology that can adapt, and I think technology that can help you uh, work it at faster than you can and smarter, I think that's going to be important. Yeah. And so what I'm hearing too is some kind of database management yes. right, for your business so that you can cross sell and upsell your customers. Hey, right. if you bought this, you might like that. So certainly database management is key. Um, 
artificial intelligence, you know, that allow you to automate those mundane tasks. I mean, you know, we, if we had talked about this five or 10 years ago, it would, it would seem like some Ray Bradbury book, right? Like science fiction, uh, artificial intelligence, where robots take over our jobs. That's, that's not the case. I mean, unless your job is to do mundane tasks day in and day out, that's what art, artificial intelligence is for. Yeah. And I and think that, that's something that you really need to look into in terms of freeing up your employees' time yes. to allow for customization and personalization to your customers. So all great points, Ramon. Thank you. Um, let's shift it a little bit because one of the big um, trends that seems to be on everybody's radar is 5G, mm. right? So, uh, and, and I've seen it and I know you've seen it in action and it is mind numbing yeah. when you start to think about how fast technology is going to be able to move. Um, one example somebody showed me was, you know, downloading a movie onto your smartphone. Ooh. You know, right now it takes about two hours to download a full length movie onto your phone with 5G. It's going to take about 15 to 20 seconds. So that's kind of the it to me and you, you'll appreciate this. I liken it to the difference between dial up and broadband. (laughs) Right. Remember how jealous we used to be? Like somebody had (laughs) somebody had 28.8. Right. And you had 14.4. Oh, that was like a difference of miles. (laughs) Right. Right. And all of a sudden somebody said broadband. What the hell is that? You know? And they said, oh, it's going to change the way that you consume information. And I really feel like 5G has the potential to do the same thing. And so is that something that um, business owners should be looking at in terms of the way that they communicate with their customers and the way that they their customers may consume information, their information. Yeah, no, I think it's powerful. And I think there's three things to keep in mind. I think it's three, if I remember all three. I think one, for the very small businesses, I think it's probably minimal that you have to do yourself, but that's why me and Brian, I, if I could speak for Brian, rely on partners, rely on big vendors who invest billions in this they bring it and embed it and work it into solutions for right. us small businesses. So keep right. your ear open for 5G because you want to keep that aware. If that's one. I think two is the aspect, as Brian said, the speed. And that we use that metaphorical example, movies, to give people a sense of what it is. But imagine that working with anything else, video conferencing, reports, all kind of things with speed matters. And I think the last thing, Brian, and again, I'm not the, the, uh, the, the uh, radio spectrum guru here, but as a technologist, what I understand is that the latency for devices themselves. So you imagine self-driving cars, which again, that's not directly something in somebody's small business office, but the right. principle, Brian, why it's so important, not just the speed from car to car, but since it's so fast, mm. that means things that we didn't imagine that could turn on a dime in real time can be done. So we're talking about drones, cars, empowering that with AI. I think in the next two to five to seven years, maybe 10, it sounds far away, but it's going to increase what consumers and businesses can do for the better, I hope. So, all right, let's, AI, you mentioned virtual reality, driverless cars. And you, and you talk about two years, five years, 10 years, you know, in the life of a business, 10 years is a lifetime. So if we're, if we're talking to our listeners right now and, and, and they're asking us about AI, VR and, and driverless cars, would we say that for the next 
for, for 2021, um, it's probably more of a distraction than anything else. Or is it some, you, you know, because we want them to focus, right? right? And, and whereas you can build for the long term and say, okay, this is coming down the road. Um, but for next year, I would probably say that AI is definitely something that they should invest in in next year. The idea of virtual reality, driverless cars, maybe a couple of years away, right? Right. No, I like it. And I think that what I would do is harken back to what I said before. I think some of these things rely on many of the brands that Brian and I work with. They're embedding this stuff into their technology to offer to small businesses. So I think that's one. But I think you're right, Brian. What I would do maybe to help with that decide, I would look at the vertical you're in, the proverbial real estate agent. And that doesn't mean everybody has to use AR or VR, but that's a sector where for the real estate industry, for example, showcasing things to people who may not be able to get out for the certain customer type. And that's the two ways I would do it in the matrix. Mm-hmm. What industry are you in and who is your customer? You may want to start offering some quote unquote cool things to them and testing it. Maybe, you know, one of the big telecommunication brands that Brian and I work with, they may offer you a demo or a sample or a pilot project that you can test and say, hey, listen, out of 100 customers, 10 of them, we're going to let you try this new way to interact with us. So that's the kind of thing that people may want to consider. What's your industry and who's your customer and marry those together. That's great advice, Ramon. Did you just come up with that? Or <laughs> I did, man. <laughs> that was good. That Thank was you. Good. I like it. Um, so let me kind of bring this home a little bit now. Sure. And you mentioned earlier about, you know, grandma and mom, by the way. Oh, total side note. My mother, who is older than, than me, <laughs> obviously. It's good to know, Brian. Thank you. Sent me a LinkedIn connection request a couple of months ago. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, mom. Seriously? Yeah. You didn't have anything else to do today? But yes, you did. So she is, she's in the know. She wants to, she wants to see what's happening on social media. But um, let's talk about, you know, one of the lessons that we learned from COVID, and that is staying connected with everybody in our ecosystem, right? Uh, You know, we learned that we had a pivot when, when we hit that bump in the road and talk about timing when companies like uh, Zoom and, and uh, you know, Microsoft Teams and other uh, video conferencing services came along, it seems like they came along just at the right time, which made this transition to virtual meetings so much less painful than it could have been, right? So would you say that really for all companies, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the small businesses up to the larger small businesses right. and even mid-sized companies that c- continuing to invest in video and virtual technology, webcams, lighting, green screens, you know, that sort of uh, technology support that allows us to do things like this podcast and webcast right now, or, or do you think that once we have a vaccine and the pandemic starts to subside that people might move away from virtual meetings and go back to in-person events and whatnot? No, great question. I think in the long term, five years from now, four years from now, South by Southwest, it will be back. There's yes. going to be, you know, bigger events, yeah, yeah. Salesforce, Dreamforce, Zoholics conference that you and I go to, those bigger corporate sponsored events, I think they're going to come back. But what I think is going to also be here, Brian, you and I, when we want to talk more with 20, 30, 40 people, we're not going to be scrambling. Okay, when should 50 of us get together? No, we're going to say, let's do a two-day online event. We're used to it, cats out the bag. So if I can step on a soapbox, one annoyance I have, Brian, 
mild annoyance to someone I encourage, everybody listening, you need to get your stuff together. There is no excuse today for the average knowledge worker like you and I yeah. not to have good light, a half decent mic, it doesn't have to be fancy like mine, but a half decent mic and good quality uh, camera in, in, a, in some decent environment. I think by next year, January, Brian, there's no excuse for every knowledge worker to not tell, oh, Brian, sorry, I couldn't interview with you today because I had nowhere to be or whatever. Now, if you don't have yeah. money and you, you're underserved, I respect that. But for the person making some decent money, your accountant, your CPA and all these people, get your stuff together. Be digital uh, conference ready. I, I, I love that. And you're 100% right. And and so when you are a... Uh, a business that's thinking about 2021 and where to invest your money into equipment, obviously equipment for your business or um, equipment to uh, better engage with your customers. You should definitely consider equipment and an investment that will give you a solid return on the technology that will allow you to stay connected virtually. That's right. I think that definitely should be on everybody's wish list for 2021. Fill in the blanks or the cracks where you don't have sufficient lighting, sufficient right. webcam, sufficient, you know, hosting services for your videos and whatnot. So that's and great. Brian, advice. Can, I give, well, can I give one added tech tip if I may? Sure. Um, I do this inside my home. So it's going to be a bit technical, but we're doing a technology podcast. I hope people enjoy it is that there's the router that comes out of your home that's connected to whatever your telecommunications provider is. Got it. What I did inside my home, Brian, I rewired the hubs or bought routers inside the home, upgraded them in the cabling. So the internal connection, if you follow what I'm saying, yeah. would be faster. Okay. And then second, I also have a wired connection to a desktop computer. I say that, Brian, because a lot of people still have their laptops and notebooks. That's okay. But if you want to upgrade that even, at least get one wired connection to your main computer, office computer. You may have to upgrade it, get a hub or something, and people can Google it later. But the point is, go wired as well, not just this Wi-Fi stuff for your laptop. Get solid wired. Your connectivity will be much better. Yeah. So it's interesting you point that out. My son, who just graduated from college, is it was an IT major, and he came home and he said to me, yeah, and of course all my kids moved home when COVID hit. I don't know where that came up. Like they said, oh, COVID hit. Every kid under thirty five moved back in with your parents. Yeah. I don't know how that happened, but he said to me, um, "Hey, Dad, uh, we have twenty two devices that are connected to our router right now." Right. We need to upgrade our router. And he did. And it wasn't a, a huge investment. But now uh, we upgraded the speed at which we uh, our bandwidth. Right. And we upgraded our, it, it's a mesh network now yep. that allows us to have up to 100 devices. And I've never been kicked off. I, I used to, I was getting kicked off a lot in March. And it reminds me of, remember when when uh, your, your cell phone used to get the drop phone calls, yes. right? We're kind of dating ourselves a little yes. bit, but, yes. you know, telecom company used to advertise we have the fewest drop calls in the industry mm -hmm. people the people nowadays have no idea what you're talking about that's right those are the days man those are the days yeah well this has been great ramon i Thank really you. appreciate you coming on giving advice to our listeners uh about where they should be investing their money next year in terms of technology and how important that is and that they will get a decent return on investment yeah. and so that's definitely something that they need to do because the environment has changed in which we operate. And so you have to have the infrastructure 
to accommodate the needs of your customers, remote workers, and everybody in your ecosystem. Yeah, absolutely, Brian. No, it's been great to be here. And thank you, as I said already, Brian, for all you do for small business. Glad to be here and share and contribute. And it's been a blast, man. I can't wait to do it again. So thank you again. Fantastic. Real quick, if people wanted to connect with you, what's the best way that they can reach out to you? Social media? Yep, that's social media or just RamonRay.com. That's the easiest, RamonRay.com. Fantastic. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for listening today. Uh, You've been listening to the Small Business Edge podcast. And today's episode is sponsored by Wheeler Financial, a division of Pitney Bowes. Uh, My guest, as I said, the indefatigable Ramon Ray. And you see why after about 20, 25 minutes, the man has got more energy than the Energizer Bunny. As always, we appreciate your time today. We appreciate the feedback that you give to us. So keep those comments coming. And if you want any new topics, just let us know. I'm Brian Moran, and I look forward to having you join us on another episode of the Small Business Edge podcast. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to the Small Business Edge podcast with Brian Moran, sponsored by Wheeler Financial. Please visit our website, smallbusinessedge.com, for a listing of future podcasts.